The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. Ken and Cheryl Dawson here with Tony Robleski, and we're just delighted to have the president of Mind Capture Group talking with us about how to capture your target audience, whatever that might be. And we'll get into the details of that, but in today's fast-paced, ever-changing environment of, well, media mania, it is really hard to get anyone's attention with distractions everywhere. Multitasking seems to be considered a virtue, and listening with one ear is the norm. So how do you get heard in the cacophony of noise and seen in the montage of images that we're, uh, we see every day? Well, Tony is, uh, has the answers in... Mind Capture, How You Can Stand Out in the Age of Advertising Deficit Disorder. Whether you're an entrepreneur, sales professional, professional, or job seeker, there is some great wisdom for us today in his approach to capturing the mind of your target audience. Well, let me give you just a little bit more background on Tony. Uh, as president of Mind Capture Group, he focuses on referral, retention, and repeat marketing strategies for a wide range of industries, helping entrepreneurs and sales teams alike. A highly sought-after speaker and agent of change, uh, his live seminars and keynote talks receive rave reviews. His core expertise focuses on the topic of capturing customers' minds. He's been called real-world, street-smart, controversial, clever and direct, but never boring. So, Tony, you've got something to live up to today. <laughs> well, he's a graduate of Western Michigan University, and we talked about our background both being from Michigan. And he's also um, writes regularly for national magazines and, of course, broadcast, gets on the broadcast media as well. He's faculty member at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Institute program, so also teaching in many venues. His uh, first uh, book on mind capture, and now his new one coming out, are already receiving wide acclaim. So, Tony, we are delighted to have you with us today. Well, Ken and Cheryl, it's good to be here. Share with us, if you will, how you came about uh, writing your mind capture books. Well, it's a great question to start off with. I had never intended in my 20s to write a book. But I had far too many people that I work with said, Tony, you've got these great ideas, you implement them, and they make money. Write a book. So... Long story short, enough people prodded me into writing the book, and uh, several years later we have now worked on the third book that will soon be released in early 2010. Well, congratulations. That Thank you. That's quite an accomplishment. And, and I've read uh, your new book coming out. Um, what is Mind Capture? It's simply the ability of how do you stand out and get attention, or what I call Mind Capture, in an age where we have too many choices and demands placed on our time. 
you know, a lot of your audience, I read your book as well, Job Search, and it's fascinating how competitive the job search market is. Is In that venue, how do you get people to pay attention to you? So Mind Capture to me transfers across if it's trying to find customers, um, repeat business, or even trying to get a job um, in this difficult economy, you have to be able to do that. Tony, for those of our listeners who have read Job Search as always system, I'm sure many of them are already uh, associating mind capture with what we call psychological leverage. And mm-hmm. Psychological leverage to us is nothing more than using all ten chapters of the book, using the principles and concepts, having in your mind psychologically where you want, where you are, where you're going, and how you want to get there, and essentially helping the interviewer with your being identified as an, not only a one percenter, but having A plus in every one of your ten steps and essentially there to sell yourself, but in a way that is far above all of your competition. In other words, you're coming in as an expert. You're coming in with an excellent and outstanding track record. And in the mind of the interviewer, you haven't really talked about this. He's already saying, wow, this person is already so impressive. I'm going to have to give him a bigger title and more money just to bring him in. And that's the kind of psychology we use. Is that similar to what you talk about in Mind Capture? Absolutely. And here's why. A lot of what you talk about in your book, and again, I've begun to dug into this thing that you sent me. It's great. Is It's positioning. And bottom line is how you position whether you're trying to win over the interviewer's mind to say, hey, this is a candidate that we should you know, seriously take a look at even more with a second or third interview Possibly when we get them in, understand that, look, they come to us highly qualified. They have great references. But it comes back to positioning. And really, you know, what you talk about in your book, you know, you've got to go with experts that can help you get what I call mind capture or, in your book, job search, position you to have a fighting chance. I'll give you a quick example. I'm from Michigan. It's not uncommon with some of the unemployment numbers here in our state. You have five, six, seven hundred candidates for one job. So I'm going to recommend, and this is a shout-out back to you guys in Houston, that they get your book because, frankly, you are experts at this. And in my realm of mind capture, I can show them some techniques, but you two have nailed this. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a compliment. Ernie, it's so amazing that the parallels between what you do and what we do is amazing. Uh, positioning, again, for those of you who have read the book, we like to use the example of playing pool. Being an expert in pool is not necessarily making the shot, the expertise comes in positioning yourself for the next shot. And, Tony, that's a perfect example of the parallels between our systems. Very true. There's another parallel, Tony, that I think is really uh, essential, and you emphasize right from the beginning of your book the importance of understanding your audience, whether that's a customer, if you're an entrepreneur or a business person, or with the job seeker, the potential employer, but really understanding what their needs are and connecting with that audience. Uh, Isn't that the real mission? Well, I think it's an important question to think about. And here's what makes it much easier. In the age of Google and online search, before you dare step foot in the office to be interviewed, do your homework. And it, it maybe sounds a little old school, but it's the old adage, you know, seek first to understand someone else's position before they understand you. And now in the keystroke of a search, you can look a company up. You can Google someone's name that you're going to be interviewed with. And what do you find? You can look up their mission statement. You can find out what their goals are, their corporate reports if they're publicly traded. In the age of information, 
that's the blessing is that we can now really try to find out and connect what is the goal of the organization and if we drill down the person interviewing us. And then when you're uh, customizing your message uh, and what you have to offer, whether it's a product or service or um, or a potential candidacy for, for a position, then you know how to, as you were saying earlier, position that so that you're standing out. Absolutely. It's really about also getting alignment with that prospective interviewer to say, all right, here's the talents I bring. You may have read a resume. Maybe you looked up my Facebook page or my LinkedIn account, but that's not the real story. And I really want everyone that's listening right now globally to get this. What people do is initially they'll go online, they'll try to find you. However, when you show up face-to-face and get a chance to meet with them, there's the rest of the story. And I think a lot of people are fooled, unless they have good coaching or good mentoring or books such as yours, they think, well, I'll just put a bunch of stuff up online. That's okay. But when you get face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, four feet away from that interviewer, that's the moment you've got to build alignment quickly. And Tony, what is so amazing is that people today continue to be uh, beaten down by negativity, uh, either on TV and the paper as well as me, checking a little sky is falling, especially from Michigan where you have, unfortunately, through no fault of your own, high unemployment. And ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are listening, it is so critical that you get out of that negative mindset and read Tony's book, read our book, read excellent books on the subject and think positive. But more than anything, present yourself as an outstanding candidate and separate yourself from all of your competition. And that's what getting a better job for better pay and better life is all about. Tony, would you like to respond to that? Well, I I think you're right on. You've done your homework. Um, I love Michigan. I'm not one of those guys that goes on the road, and I've spoken in your lovely town of Houston, which is a great market. And here's what I told folks last fall in my book tour. I said, look, right now, Houston, you're doing well as far as where you two are based at. But I warned the audience. I said, look, I'm not trying to scare you. Things can change. Right now, latest numbers are 15.4% unemployment as we interviewed today on this phone call. And what's fascinating to me is you pegged it. In Michigan, we have a crisis, I believe, of confidence. Not so much with the business owners that I network with, but a lot of our citizens. They're beat up. We're hearing about GM, the bailouts. You know, we, we can't compete. And every time I turn the television on or read the local newspapers, it's nothing but doom and gloom. You can't hide from that. I mean, I could tell everybody on this call, I have family members that work for GM. So I hear the brunt of what's happening. Here's the big however. However, what you focus on this is some of the law of attraction. Some of it's very biblical. You will attract things that you focus most on. So, you know, I look at it and say, what do you want to focus more of your time on? Things that you can control, things you can change for the better? Or do you want to worry about what the critics and the naysayers keep saying about what you can't do? I prefer to stay in the first group that says, let's take things in our own hands, let's improve our skills, get around good people, get good coaching, read good books, and stay very upbeat to the best of our ability. Absolutely, Absolutely critical. What's the one, number one mistake that most businesses and organizations make uh, in their marketing and, and that you should avoid at all costs? This is easy because I know we probably have some entrepreneurs on the line or some folks that are considering going out on their own. Their marketing is boring, okay? You, you look at their direct mail, their website. If they're leaving a voicemail message, I call that marketing. It's lifeless. There's no emotion. and Frankly, it's just boring. Some simple steps that I tell groups and in my writings, in particular my new book, is you know, use some proof. Use testimonials. Use pictures 
of success stories of clients that you've worked with. Let me give you one that's very relevant for our audience this morning. I was at Starbucks this morning at the crack of dawn getting a lot of my writing done. And a gentleman walked into me that's been looking for a job for quite a few months. He said, Tony, I applied at a big company here in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan area. I'll keep the name kind of confidential because he hasn't gotten the job yet. And I asked him, I said, Grant, what did you do when you made the application? He goes, well, I sent him the resume, but I did something else. I attached a photo that had a picture of me and all their different product around my back deck. Now, the company he's applying for is in the clothing industry. And I, if I give you the description of exactly what he had the picture of, it'll give it away, possibly. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, when he told me what he did with the picture, I said, Grant, absolutely stunning and perfect. Because he totally differentiated by showing a picture of him with all their product on his back deck very differently than the average candidate that would just send a resume only. So what he did is he used the power of photos along with his resume. And I said, you need to keep me updated what happens with this interview and if they give you a call back or not. That certainly is an unusual approach. <laughs> grab their attention. Totally. What what lessons can every business uh, learn from celebrities and how they use the media to get attention and free publicity? And you just have 30 seconds to answer that. This will be quick. Um, real quick, right now as we tape this, Michael Moore put a new movie out Friday called Capitalism, A Love Story. Now, love him or hate him, we have to agree he's good at publicity. His new movie, Beats Up Business, However, he's profiting from the fact people are talking about that movie as we speak. There's an example. Very well. When we get back, we'll talk more about marketing techniques, so don't go away. News. Opinion. Can you hear me? Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. 
Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired right back. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We have with us today Tony Robleski, and we're covering uh, the topic mind capture and how you can gain your audience's attention by using effective marketing techniques. And uh, before the break, uh, you were mentioning Tony uh, Michael Moore and how he uses free uh, publicity to get attention. How are Michael Moore and Rush Limbaugh more alike than different, if you can believe that? This will shock your audience. Here's the one thing that they both enjoy, controversy. In the two of them, they're both you know far left Michael Moore, far right of the aisle is Rush Limbaugh is they make a ton of money off of controversy. I argue that controversy stirs sales. It's a dangerous strategy, but those two have a lot more in common than most people think, and they can pull it off. So uh, publicity to me is a very interesting subject, and a lot of celebrities leverage that to get their word out there. So what is the risk on controversy? Well, here's the thing. I mean, for many of our listeners in the audience globally, is you know when you're interviewing for a company, they're taking a risk on hiring you. And what you want to try to do is position your strengths the best you can. And I know you two have written a book on this, literally, Job Search, The Total System. But you've got to make that interviewer think, hmm, this person's unique. Also, are they bringing talent to the table where they don't risk my position? Mm-hmm. Now, think about this. If you have a lot of talents and skill sets, you have to obviously sell yourself in the interview on the strengths of those. And frankly, I wouldn't recommend you polarize too far in the interview. That may scare the interviewer. Once you get the application and you've accepted the position, they say, hey, we want to hire you, that to me is when you can start to say, look, I need to you know, do a good job. I've taken a position. I've been hired, but not on the front side. If you come up with crazy ideas in the beginning, the interview process, you frankly might scare away the interviewer. I think you probably both agree on that one. Absolutely. And what you mentioned earlier in the first segment about alignment is really key, too. They have to see that you can be part of the organization, not that um, you just blend in and, and to be like a wallflower, but that um, that you can work as a team. So those are some important points. Well, you have uh, six key characteristics of the 21st century customer uh, and how they, how they impact marketers. What are some of those? Um, I'll give them to you very quickly and, and share with our listeners. Number one, the marketplace is very cynical regarding marketing messages. 
two, we have far too many choices available to us, a.k.a. the Internet. The third challenge we have is we're bombarded with messages. And since I wrote the first book, that number has tripled. Um, when I researched back in 2003, average North American was hit with 1,500 to 2,000 messages per day. It is now 3,500 to 4,000 messages per day. It's very busy out there. Fourth challenge or, or characteristic is we're good at tuning out messages. So that's a, obviously a big concern is how does it, do I make myself stand out? How does my resume get attention or mind capture? How do I differentiate? Number five, the person of today is smarter than ever. And six, we're all time-starved. You know, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to your, your audience. Thank you for listening today. You've got a lot of options. But more than ever, we've got to be aware of these six characteristics that face all of us when we're trying to either attract business or attract someone to interview us or hire us. So what is the, the key um, you know, technique to overcome some of those issues? You know, it, it, I wish there were a simple answer. I think there's a combination of things. Let me give you a couple for our listeners as well. First is this. Find good people. And our focal point of this interview today is about job search. Big, big challenge in our country right now, you know, with this recession. is find good people that can lead you. You know, I, as I mentioned to both you and Ken, I've started to read through your book. If I were thinking of trying to find a job right now, I'd want to partner with the best people to mentor me. Sometimes it's a book. Sometimes it's an interview such as this. Sometimes I know you two probably do coaching. I'd want someone to help me that could give me not a shortcut, but give me better tips on how to increase my odds of success. First strategy. Second, I'd be thinking, what do top candidates do differently to stand out in the interview process or to get an interview just in general that other candidates don't? So I'd be looking for ways to model people via books, mentoring, and also through research so I have a better shot and better odds at getting that interview. And those, those techniques uh, apply to um, businesses as well as they're seeking to uh, advance their products and services. And that's, that's the great thing is that these techniques um, apply regardless of what your audience might be. And you put a big emphasis, you've already mentioned this, Tony, on the importance of referrals. Give us a little bit more um, of the background of why those referrals are so critical to growing and prospering. That's a powerful question. I love referrals. Let's imagine this afternoon we're done with our interview. Can you check voicemail? And you have a referral for a big organization that wants you to help them. Let me ask you, Ken, at this moment, are you happy when you're playing that message? Absolutely. <laughs> Cheryl, you're going to walk in the office and hear it, and you're going to be just as happy as Ken is. Here's why I like referrals. Simply, they're easy to get. Now, some people, when I, when I talk to live groups or do radio interviews, go, what do you mean they're not easy to get? Really, they are. Let me, let me challenge everyone on this point. Referrals cost you nothing. They're, they're the, the most effective low-cost or no-cost way to market on the planet. The problem is this. We never typically slow ourselves down enough. Let's say a customer, for example, gives us a compliment on something we've done well. I believe at that moment in time when we've been given a compliment, we've earned the right to ask for not a referral, but an introduction. So for many of you that are taking notes, if you're driving, be very careful. What I mean by introduction is change your language and change the question. So in this example I gave our audience, if you get the compliment from the customer, let's say it's a car dealership down in Houston that's one of your clients. At that moment in time, let's say they gave me this compliment on the phone, I would thank them, number one, for the compliment, and two, I would ask them, let's say the customer's name is Joe. Joe, I appreciate we could help you. I'm curious. I would love to have an introduction to maybe another car dealership or two there in Houston that you really respect. Any help would be appreciated. You see what I just did? 
I acknowledge them, thank them. I ask specifically for an introduction to one or two other car dealerships that they know. That's really the most powerful way I've found is to get specific and change your language. Does it work every time? No, but it works a lot. So there's an example of how to quickly listen and ask for better introductions or referrals. Tony, what's so amazing about this conversation is basically everything we're talking about here is contained in job search of total system. And, and one of our frustrations, and I know you have shared it too, is we have so much information to share with so many people, and we just are working so hard to get people to uh, buy it, read it, study it, learn it, and apply it. And as you'll know from page seven of the book, Total System Personal Commitment Contract, that's what that is all about. Mm-hmm. Making a commitment for yourself and your family to work as hard as you possibly can, not just for anybody else, but for yourself and your family and your future. And what goes around comes around. When you work harder, smarter, longer for yourself and your family, you will have better job, better pay, better life. Absolutely. I'm looking at page seven right now, and this is absolutely wonderful, and, and I'll give you two a shout-out. I may copy this for my next book. Perfect. <laughs> That's the exact language. Perfect. But I like the fact that you have people become accountable and actually put their name and sign off and date into the book. So, yeah, again, the Total System Personal Commitment Contract. Let me leverage and build off of what you just mentioned. For example, Ken, I see the same problem with marketing. Companies call me and they say, look, we need help with our marketing and we need to get referrals. And what they often want from me is a 60-second answer to a 10-year marketing problem. Let me repeat that. They want me to come in for one or two minutes, solve all their marketing problems, and things that were created over the last 10 years. The same parallel is true with what you teach in your book. People want to upgrade their skills, but you just can't go in and buy an online course and in 20 minutes it's going to change everything. You have to go in, find good mentors, find good books. You have to treat it as if this is a serious commitment and you've got to focus on it. And in this age of information overload that I call it or advertising deficit disorder, it's not getting any easier. So I look at what you two are doing throughout the world with your teachings and writings in the show. I've got to think people at some point are going to say, you know what, we need to find an expert. <laughs> we need to find these people, such as what you and Cheryl do. Uh, Tony, if you would, for our audience and for ourselves, share with us, uh, you, of course, know and I'm sure use the concept of viral marketing. Share that with our team in terms of how it works as it relates to what you do. Well, viral marketing to me is, is another extension of word-of-mouth marketing. And viral marketing is pretty common in the online circles. Let's say, for example, I write a good article, and I forward it on to a couple people. Maybe I post a link on my Facebook page where people can you know, access, hit a link, and read the article. What's very, very powerful that we can't sometimes control is someone may read the article, take it, forward it around to their circle of influence, or link it on their Facebook page to their groups of friends and business associates. And all of a sudden, that one act of sharing good content or a good article goes viral or gets passed along on the Internet without us really even knowing it. Um, Some of it's designed to do that. Some marketers push it out there. And sometimes it takes a life of its own. An article that we've written just moves virally because people catch on to it because it's relevant and very timely. Yeah, that relevance is critical. I want to go back to your point earlier about the uh, the importance of referrals and to to build on those um, for whatever your product and service might be. References are also critical too, and that's just kind of maybe a step up from a typical referral. How do you uh, recommend that references be used to uh, increase your marketing uh, uh, success? 
Well, references to me, I call them testimonials, a.k.a. third-party proof. Those references, what someone else says about you, I believe is a thousand times more believable than you. Now, something that is very paramount in all the marketing that I do as my company and in our team is we have tons of proof. You call them references. We call them testimonials. And this may be of interest to a lot of your listeners. We're moving now with the Internet becoming so much more easier to use, and I call it user-friendly, that it's not uncommon that you can record an audio testimonial or you could have one of your references record an audio clip about you, forward that to a potential interviewer and say, look, I want you to listen in to two or three references that are on my resume. How cool is that? You talk about separating yourself. You send that HR director that those two audio links and they hear the two candidates that you put on your reference page talking about you. Huge, huge way to get mind capture and completely dominate and differentiate. Well, another thing that has helped with uh, with the references is LinkedIn. Absolutely. Uh, those are more informal, but um, it's amazing at how gracious people are about sharing their experience with you. And they're usually a lot shorter than the references that we recommend our clients build for the job search process, but still very, very powerful. Well, when we get back, we'll get into more about the mind capturing technique, so stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life an ordinary sunny day an ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids and they were doing nothing they were couch slouching they were rug imitating and lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly huh Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players on your lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're here with Tony Robleski, and he's given us some great ideas for helping you to capture the minds of your your audience, whatever it might be, whether you've got a, a small business uh, or perhaps you're a consultant or you're currently in a job search uh, or perhaps you're a professional salesperson. All of these techniques apply. And, Tony, we've referred uh, a number of times here to the importance of the Internet in in the marketing strategy. Uh, and even before the break, we talked about the importance of LinkedIn for for networking and so forth and sharing our, our references. Um, you, you use a term uh, in your book, uh, Mind Capture, uh, the importance of being Googleicious. So what does that mean? <laughs> I would love to take credit for Googleicious, but I first heard it about three and a half years ago at a seminar in Ann Arbor that I was presenting at. And the presenter joked about, hey, when people look for you on the Internet, how Googleicious are you? And I immediately pounced on it, and I put it in the new book, and I said, I've got to share that. Here's what I'm trying to say to your audience, and in particular, even people I work with one-on-one. People now more than ever go online immediately. When you hang the phone up, they hear about you, they go on Google or one of the big search engines. What I mean by Googleicious is, do they find you right away? Or do they go, where the heck are you? Let me give you a thought, and this may be very valuable for your audience, that concerns me when I get a reference. Let's say someone says, I want you to, here's an introduction to a vice president of sales. What I'll typically do, let's say their name is Sally Smith, and they're based out of Chicago. I'll do a Google search of Sally Smith, company name, Chicago, Illinois. If I don't find their name in the first 10 or 15 search entries, I start to think to myself, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that like they're a bad person, but why is there no online presence for this VP of sales? Why can't I find them? Because in the digital age, everyone now should be involved in Web 2.0. Conversely, if I put their name in there, I find a whole bunch of entries about articles they've presented, conferences they've been at, blogs that they've written, feedback, customer you know, engagement, I think, wow, this executive gets it. She gets the fact that now your digital online record or how Googleicious you are is extremely important. And, Tony, it just points up how critical it is that our clients, those looking for a position or an entrepreneurial opportunity or a consulting opportunity or a contractual opportunity, be as tech-savvy as possible. Share some thoughts with our audience relative to how they can do that in a nutshell. 
Well, this is, uh, again, um, I would do my best to give you a one-minute answer to a, probably a three-week Exactly. <laughs> Here's a couple quick gems. First of all, get online with some of the main social networking sites. Facebook, to me, is a non-negotiable. Some people say, look, it's for personal. I use my Facebook page for both business and personal. That's my marketing strategy. However, LinkedIn is another big one. You mentioned earlier, I think Cheryl brought it up before we took a hard break. But LinkedIn, I had a marketing director, for example, in California tell me, look, Tony, you requested to be my friend on Facebook. I denied you. I talked to her about two weeks later. I said, hey, how come you didn't accept my invitation to become your friend? She goes, well, if you asked me on LinkedIn to you know, accept you, I would have immediately taken you on, on LinkedIn. She goes, but my business associates only go on LinkedIn. That was a pretty big aha moment for me. Kind of common sense. That tells you how some people segregate those different Web 2.0 tools out to use their marketing. A couple other quick things for your audience. Immediately, when we are done with this powerful interview, don't, don't cut out on us now, okay? Go and do a Google alert on your name. Please go to Google's homepage, go up to the top, type in your name, and if your name is Sally Smith, then you might want to narrow it down. If you have a company name, put your company name in a Google alert. Here's why. You can find out what's being said about you online from those that you know about and those you don't. So I have audiences that go, wow, that was one huge idea that you know I take for granted. So those the are Google two really, alerts really, quick are really great, uh, Tony, not only for um, alerting about your own particular sites or names or companies and so forth, but also for researching Absolutely. topics relate, related to your industry and, and uh, the business that you're running. Well, I'll give you an example of um, the power of Google and research and, and some of the techniques. I was given an introduction Friday from a gentleman out of St. Paul that runs a publishing company. And he said, look, Tony, our headquarters is in North Carolina. Here's the name of our CEO. So this morning, as I was prepping and getting some of my writing done, I, I researched the lead. This person's name came up really, really quick on Google. I actually drilled down to a press release about him taking over as a CEO this summer, learned about his history, the whole nine yards. When I follow up with this introduction the next couple of days, they're going to think, wow, how'd you know that about me? Did my homework. It's very easy to do that now. doesn't mean it's all accurate. Let me throw that cautionary tale out. There is also a lot of junk on Google, Yahoo, and MSN. You've got to be careful to filter through fact from fiction. So, again, research, as you said, Cheryl, is a very powerful tool that we should be using the Internet for. Excellent. You mentioned another idea that uh, caught my eye, and that is the idea of the mastermind. Uh, share with uh, us how you can use that effectively. Well, the mastermind is very, very old concept. Um, Napoleon Hill wrote a great book in the 30s called Thinking Real Rich. I know many of our listeners are probably shaking their head going, yep, I've read that. If you haven't, you have two homework assignments. Read Job Search first, then Mind Capture. That's your first assignment. Then get Napoleon Hill's Thinking Real Rich. Mm-hmm. Napoleon talks about the mastermind simply as this. More minds are better than one. Some people call it a peer group. Some people have a coach. I know, uh, Cheryl, you and Ken work with different people maybe as a mastermind where you coach them. What you're doing is you're sharing multiple ideas via the mastermind to help them solve a problem or to create an opportunity versus going it alone. Here's what I tell a lot of groups these days. Do not go into the bunker. This is not the time to hide out in the bunker thinking you can figure it out on your own by going online only and trying to do things the way you've always done it. Information right now is doubling every 12 months globally. We are buried in information. A mastermind is also a great tool to help you sort through the information and exchange ideas and contacts. 
Excellent. And, Tony, in addition to Napoleon Hill, uh, there's so many other uh, just brilliant, brilliant people. Uh, I'll just uh, talk for a second about writing job search total systems. Cheryl and I spread out hundreds of books when we first wrote. It took us five years to write the book. Wow. And we literally went to hundreds of books from the great minds of all time, all the way back to Aristotle, Plato, and, I mean, there were just so many brilliant, brilliant people. And anyone says, well, I have a new idea. Well, you don't, buddy. It's not a new <laughs> idea because someone along the way came up with it earlier. And there's just so many, there's so much wealth in not just where we are now, but where we have been and. For anyone who's doing research, yeah, please go back to the masters of the past, where we are now, where we're going. Just, there's so much out there, but doing your homework is just so critical to being successful. And many well, of those ideas are shared in our, our audio program, which complements the book. It's not just the book, but also many of the great minds uh, in, who have proven success uh, over the centuries. Another really interesting point you make, Tony, is not only the mastermind is important, but you mentioned that children are the best salespeople. Why is that? This is an easy question, one of my favorites. I have three children myself, and I can tell you they're 12, 10, and soon to be 7 years old. If you try to tell any of my kids no, they don't give up. And I don't know, do you two have children or grandchildren? We have two Cocker Spaniels, and they are our best students. They're they don't very get close. Either. I have three big Labrador <laughs> Retriever dogs, two horses and four cats, as well as three kids. And here's the parallel that, that, that people don't get with kids. Kids have no fear. It's amazing to me. It seems that by the time we're 18, we're conditioned to play it safe. We don't like to take as many risks. Society tells us, no, you can't do this. Why would you start a business? Why would you change jobs right now? Haven't you heard about the economy? We have all this negative programming that crushes our ability to ask for more business, to ask for the job, to ask for more pay, and we become afraid. A seven-year-old could whip most grown adults. Proof. Really? Proof. Let me give you one example right now. Girl Scout cookies. If you have a Girl Scout representative, a little nine-year-old girl, knock on your door, I can bet you if you tell her no, hey, I already have two boxes of Thin Mints or mint chocolate chips, here's what she'll tell you. Please. <laughs> and then she'll say, and she turns her head slowly, I only have to sell four more boxes, sir. And you reach for your wallet. And then you might have five boxes you're looking at in your pantry, and you're still going to reach in your wallet and grab your visa oh. or your cash, and you're going to give it to her, and you're going to go, wow, I just got played. Absolutely. <laughs> so, another perfect example of that is the Olympics. Look at these kids who are 13, 14, gymnasts. I mean, I think back to the gold medal winners. I mean, kids who you said, these kids absolutely have no fear. They never were taught you can't do this. And the only thing they know is that I can, and that's a attitude they have, and that's the attitude we want to share with our clients. Well, and, and, and let me just go a little farther on this. We well, come when back we get back, we'll talk that, about why Tony. it's important to be we'll persistent. We'll be back in a moment. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. 
earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with job search the total system now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality one total system user shared this is without reservation the best advice on job search available i used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life and now a weather update winds out of the south southeast at nine miles an hour citizens of america this is a message from feedthepig.org do not be alarmed we are here to help you save yourself according to public records americans spent more money than they earned in 2005 this is the first negative savings rate in the u.s since the great depression america we must change our behavior We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck. On the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to feedthepig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Self-leadership is more important than corporate leadership. In the hustle and bustle world we live in, we need to be reminded that in all failures and successes, we are the common denominators. Each week, let Daniel Gutierrez help bring you the tools you need to manage self-leadership, resulting in self-success. Make your mark in your industry. Make sure you listen to Right Here, Right Now, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We were Tony Robleski, and we have covered just a gold mine of information of marketing techniques to help you reach your audience, whatever it might be. And when we took the break, uh, Tony, you were just talking about the the uh, lack of fear that children have, and their uh, I guess another important aspect of that is their creativity. Did you want to make another point about um, the approach that children take? Yeah, I definitely want to give our audience a little bit more insight. Children are very persistent. Now, granted, again, they have innocence on their side. A 9-year-old is different than a 29-year-old. We know that. 
here's the thing I want to let our group know, and it's good for me as well, is I think we give up too easy. We say, you know what, well, I interviewed twice, I didn't hear back. Well, you got the first two attempts. Learn from every interview experience. Let's say we, many of our audience own a business. If you don't want a contract or an RFP, circle back within nine, ten months. As a matter of fact, stay in touch before that. This is going to shock some of your listeners. I've had deals that I've lost. We all lose some deals in sales. No one bats a thousand. Okay? And I've sent a thank you note to the person that said no to me. And I've gotten a thank you note back saying, Tony, you're the only one that responded that didn't get our business that sent a thank you note. We'll keep you in mind. How about that? Now, that's how you build mind capture. And then what I always make sure I do is follow up, follow up, follow up. Persist like a child would. And you'll and Tony, not to send the note, but ask for specific reasons why you didn't get the business. They oh, I do really, that. really love that. I mean, I mean, Ken, you're absolutely right. I do that quite often. If I say, hey, what can I do better? And I always tell them, I'm not trying to, mm. to sell you again on this. Help me get better. What can I do better next time I present to you guys? Exactly. And they'll tell you, one, two, three. They'll say, no, it wasn't that. It was this. And that's instructive. Absolutely. Well, you know, another quality about children is uh, that they're generally great storytellers. They're creative. Why are our stories so important to marketing? Here's the thing that is very contrary in the age of digital, Twitter, and instant everything. Storytelling is the most effective way to communicate in the world. If you look at all the great works of literature, religion, they were traditionally moved down via stories told around the campfire, and eventually someone had the idea to get ink and put it on papyrus, translate it over to a book. Now, if those stories weren't so captivating and so compelling, we would have lost most of our modern history. It's just a fact, until the mm. Gutenberg Press came along. And I think that most people these days, they're built on sound bites, 30-second, hurry up, you got to communicate. But when you tell a powerful story, and for our audience, let me give you two examples. One is a successful outcome that you've had, maybe at a previous job, how you solved a problem, and the successful solutions you came up with to, to solve it. People love that. Another example of storytelling, or number two, is with clients. See, a client says, you know what, we hired you know, Ken and Cheryl to do this for us, and they produced these outputs. That type of story of success told by the customer in their eyes, um, you know, unsolicited, is extremely powerful. People are drawn into stories. If you watch any child, again, I mentioned to our audience, I have three younger children. If you watch them at a movie, watching Disney Channel, you know, at church on Sunday when the minister is telling a story, they are captivated. Especially if the storyteller is really good at it, you can't almost break them out of the listening habit. So that, that I rest my case is the power of stories. And it sure is easier to remember a story than just um, you know five points to whatever. Yep, a uh, story is much better than PowerPoint and seven-point font and bullet points. <laughs> well, Tony, what are some story angles that you really like to use? You know, the story angle that I love to use is the hero and the villain. Some of this is Joseph Campbell stuff. Uh, you know, he passed on a few years ago. The Power of Myth is a phenomenal book. PBS brought him into a television series. What I mean by the hero and villain is simply this. Your mission, when you're either interviewing or selling yourself or selling your product or service if you're a business owner, is to position your solution as the hero. The villain is not saying your competitors. You don't come out and say yeah, they're all bad. That's, that's a horrible strategy. But you want to position yourself as the white knight. Here's a solution I bring. Here's where I'm extremely different compared to everybody else in the bland, bland marketing arena or the, the what I call the market that has all the sameness. When you go hero versus villain, people really resonate. I'll give you our, our group of, of audience a quick example. Star Wars. 
Star Wars, if Joseph Campbell deconstructed that movie, is simply the hero, Luke Skywalker, the good guy, versus the villain, Darth Vader. You want a position via your storytelling with success and what you've solved that you're the hero that can be counted on. Well, and we're really lacking heroes, so I think if you've got a true hero uh, analogy, it's a good one to use. You know, a lot of people forget about the importance between bridging between marketing and sales. Uh, share with us why that's such an important important bridge to build. Well, here's why I think marketing and sales are, are pretty much one and the same. When I talk to a group, say 50 people, sometimes it's a keynote of 500 people in the audience. I'll ask them, what business are you in? And a bunch of hands will go up. I'm in the carpet business, or I'm a CPA, or I own a small retail shop. I'll look at them and I'll say, look, I'm going to challenge you. You're not in that business. I will tell them, first, you're in the marketing business. Then you're in the carpet business, retail, or a realtor, for example. And they usually look at me and they shake their head and they're like, yep, he's right on. Where I think it's important to get the power of marketing and sales is simply this. Folks, don't be fooled. Everyone is trying to market their message, their ideas, every time we're out in the marketplace. It's busy. The marketplace of ideas is competitive. What most people miss is the handoff that you are also selling. And a lot of people don't like to hear this. I, I mentioned to both of you on the break that there are three groups of people showing up in my audiences more and more regularly that used to concern me. And I would ask them, why are you here? I'm glad you're here, but what brought you to the program? And these three people are, these three groups, attorneys, CPAs, and ministers. Now, everyone listening to that, think of that for a minute. Can you imagine those three groups knocking on the door saying, hey, I'd like to talk to you about your church services. I'd like to talk to you about your next lawsuit. I could never in a million years see them doing cold calling or selling themselves. But when I've asked them, point blank, really, what brought you here? Here's what the three groups tell me. Tony, we have to sell. Don't be fooled. I may be a CPA. I may be the best trial attorney here in, the, in you know, Houston. I've got to sell my ideas to people every single day, a.k.a. marketing. So I, I think it's very instructive for people to get over this. You are trying to sell your talent, and you're also trying to at the same time market how you're different. And you know yeah. what's so interesting, Tony, is oftentimes it's simply being fun to talk to and having information to share with your listeners. That's all it's all about. Oh, very people, true. People, want people love to talk to people who are fun to talk to and have information to share. And that's all it's all about. Mm-hmm. Well, people call it, you know, in sales circles, oh, you're, you're really good at BSing. No, I'm not. I, I, I always tell people good salespeople tell stories. They build rapport quickly. They make you feel comfortable. And if they're really good, they take you back to a time that you didn't realize you had inside you. That's why I love the power of storytelling. Any important thing? Uh, this is, uh, we're going to have to uh, wrap up here. So, Tony, uh, share with our audience where they can get your books and resources. Well, thank you. There's a couple quick um, areas they can follow up. Real easy is www.mindcapturegroup, M-I-N-D, capturegroup.com. And I would definitely let your listeners know there's some bonuses available. If they go there, go to Amazon.com for the book. Okay, I highly recommend you sign up. I have, and next week we'll have another interesting and dynamic show, so be sure to rejoin us. Tony, thank you so much for being on. Ken and Cheryl, have a great day, and let's stay in touch. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. 
Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.